Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, aka the Magnum PI of podcasting, aka the captain. Now that, now that is a conflicting message. Why? We got a guest on the show today, Captain Davo. Now, uh, known well for his um, large uh, large bets on, on his live stream, um, Captain Davo or Davo Slots. Um, man, now, now I've watched a few of these and uh, I'd be sweating. This guy, this guy's charismatic. He, um, he's, he's smart. Let me tell you, let me tell you what. This motherfucker could sell snow to a snowman. And I said this, I said this when, when we had a chat. So you guys will, you guys will see this, um, in a matter of seconds. Okay. Because, um, yo, what we're going to do right now is we're going to welcome to the show, Captain Davo. into it yeah for sure so you're you're from adelaide i'm born and bred adelaide yeah yeah so typical adelaide question where where'd you go to school i my primary school was mitchum primary which was a fantastic school down okay. in, um, uh, like mitchum area yeah obviously. my mum lives in uh lower mitchum over yep. there. yeah whereabouts uh the grove do you know the grove uh i'd know it if i was there so you know where the the train tracks are um off of like old bill air road and then into like the suburb yeah and then there's that main street it's like this is like Lower Mitchum. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another yeah, yeah. Yeah. one. Uh, yeah. So I was a couple of streets away from there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I went to Mitchum for primary school and we spent heaps of time around that, like the KFC and the Hungry Jacks. That was like yep. the thing to do in primary school. Yeah, so. still is. Uh, it's still when you drive by there. So. <laughs> those schools around there keep those businesses alive, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, obviously finished in grade seven and uh, followed the norm, which was to go up the road to Concordia. Concordia. Okay. Used to train there. Basketball. Answer, yeah. I'm sure we'd know some of the same dudes. How old are you? Calligris? No, Josh. Yeah, Matt, uh, Josh, yeah, Josh, Josh and Max. Max. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Played with both of those guys. Yeah, yeah. big fellas. I fucking love those. Boys. Yeah, They're yeah. fucking legends. Um, they were, Max was one year above and Josh was a couple. Okay, yep. But Josh also was down at Pasadena. He was, uh, was it Josh or Max? They like managed the canteen there for a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, because yep. their dad was like the president of Sturt or right something on. back in the day. Yep. Yeah. And then I, uh, anyway, at Concordia, ended up leaving in term two, grade 10, mm-hmm. because I was wagging classes and I was being a bit of a fuckhead. Excuse me, can we swear? Oh. Oh, fuck yeah. You're kidding. <laughs> You're kidding, good pussy, bro. good pussy. <laughs> so my parents ripped me out of Concordia and then they put me into a public school just down the road from them, which is Unley, lasted two weeks and then Sayonara started working. That's where I fucking... Okay. Going, yeah. And so what, what were you doing then? Uh, the first job that I had was a labouring job, mm-hmm. which was fucking ruthless. But, you know, once you're out of school, you got to work. That yeah. was the rule. So I, I started labouring and I lost that job probably three weeks later. Because, fuck, that acoustic's so good, man. i got to set that up in my house. Yeah. Man, <laughs> it's so good. Um, I lost that job probably three weeks later because uh, I was riding shotgun on the forklift. Standard rookie era. Yeah. You know, you're eight, you're 16 years old. You ride shotgun on the forklift because you can't be fucked walking. Yeah. Your boy sees you, lights out, shut shut the fuck down and I'm gone. Wow. And then I um, 
I spent a, a good stint doing fuck all. Mm-hmm. And then my dad took me on and taught me some some hands-on skills. And, and uh, he manages like a water treatment company. And he's uh, builds a lot of his stuff from scratch. So I came in as sort of like a lackey and screwed around there for a little bit. And once again, was then unemployed. And then funnily enough, um, applied for a job in sales and marketing, which had I known it was sales and marketing in the first place, I would never have applied because who the fuck wants to knock doors? It was a door knocking job. Oh, right. Have you knocked doors before? Uh, no. Well, close enough. I was one of those fuckheads in the uh, uh, like shopping mall. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Mm. I was one of those guys. So Same, yeah. yeah. Similar, same, same, but different. So I applied for this job and of course I got the job. Ironically, I got the job. Yeah. The, the joke is everyone gets the fucking job. Because yeah. They work, they work <laughs> because no one, no one wants it. <laughs> Jokes on me. <laughs> so I remember my first day out, I was doing door-to-door sales. I was selling electricity and I'm out in Elizabeth. Now, at that time, I was so horrified of being in Elizabeth yeah. because I've never been out there before. I'm used to being in Mitcham and all mm. these, these nice areas. Yeah. And I'm out there with a big team of people and we got halfway through the day. We got to midday and I called up my mum and I was like, mum, you need to come down here. You need to collect me. This place is fucked. I don't do Elizabeth. I don't fuck with this. I must have been 18 years old. Yeah. So she said, fuck no. You need to stay out there and, and keep going. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's my mum. So I kept going and uh, ended up finding a knack for sales. Yeah, okay. And it turned like my complete thinking around. I love people in Elizabeth now. I love them because one, they're home all the time and they're the people you need to speak to when you're trying to make money during the day. Yeah. But they're also really, really nice people as well. Yeah. So when you actually go out there and you go into their house and you sit down and you talk with them, they're fucking lovely. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's where I started. That's where my career started in sales, door-to-door sales. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how do you... By the way, I, I've been told that on your your streaming, um, when you're streaming on the slots, yes. you're, you've gone to tell this story a few times about how you got started. And you every time you tell it, you end up hitting like a feature again distracted and never finishing the story <laughs> so everyone's really keen to, yeah. to hear how you got started and yeah um and yeah so when you got a knack for sales yes so and what were you selling well i was selling door-to-door electricity i did that for probably a year to two years okay, and the way so that, like a linter energy yeah a linter it was a linter okay yeah right and, and as you know they've got like their own internal hierarchy system so when you make x amount of sales you then become a team leader when you got a team leader, people come under you and yeah. you can really fast track your way. If the timing's right and if you're skilled, you can really fast track your way up to a higher position where you're earning a commission, excuse me, of all these people that work underneath you yeah. really fast. And that's what sort of happened for me. And a lot of it was timing, like fortunate with timing, but also, you know, I like to consider myself to have a, a silver tongue sometimes. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then to be able to also apply the skills that I learned, which were fucking great skills. Yeah, right. The skills you learn when you're doing sales and marketing are crucial to life people don't understand that yeah but it's important absolutely yeah. man how to deal with rejection how to start a conversation how to break the ice yeah so so important um, and i really started to then hone those skills and once i got sort of higher up in the company i i thought you know what i can do this myself so i left and uh, then started selling education in a similar direct approach both on phones door to door events which is which is what it sounds like you did Mm -hmm. and then i started to build my own team doing that but we we concentrated mainly in telemarketing and call centers okay so we then moved into a office space in the city uh put on a team of six guys and gave it our best crack and bang we just applied the same positivity that we were taught when we're out on the doors which you have to have yeah 
to be able to do a job like that and that culture sort of resonated through everybody within the company and then you start you know achieving goals and ticking goals and right. one thing leads to the next and then one company leads to the next and you know here we are now so while you're doing that mm. are you have you started uh Davo slots right Davo slots only launched officially July last year but okay. but Davo slots has been rolling since, <laughs> since fucking since I was eighteen, man. Okay. I have been. I've, I would say, like, I have to be honest and say yes. Yeah. I have been, and I am a problem gambler. But it depends on your perspective. It's a problem if it's actually impacting your life. I fucking love gambling. Yeah. And there's been times where, yeah, I've gambled my paycheck. Yeah. And there's been times where I put myself in an unfortunate position because of gambling. But that makes me. That made me who I am. It was because of my sort of mindset on life. I was like, what's money? Yeah, you know what's money at the end of the day. Yeah, especially if you if you're that good at sales and you're you've got that in the back of your mind. Yeah. I don't know if this is a positive or a negative, but you you've got it you in your head. Like I'm always gonna have money. I can talk. I can I can sell. You know, snow to a snowman. Yeah. So I'll gamble this paycheck away. Yeah. And if that's gone, that's that's gone. Yeah. I'll make more money. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely I definitely had that approach, but it was also a, a complete lack of respect. And this was probably going to get deep real early. Yeah. Place, but there was a lack of respect surrounding the stigma of money. Right. And the society that we live in and everybody is so focused on money. Whereas I didn't really have that, even though I had to do exactly the same thing because I had to eat, I had to pay for rent, I had to do all the things that people have to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I knew fundamentally that there was something wrong with society, if you like. And this whole goose, goose chase rat race of going out every day to make a dollar to barely get by. Yeah, right. I was like, fuck it, I might as well just gamble because, you know, where's it going to go anyway? It's going to go to this, 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 and this. Yeah. So, that's a story for another time, sort of philosophy in regards to my outlook on... Yeah, right. ...on life, but uh, that's when Davo Slots... Yeah. I was just Davo gambling then. Yeah, Davo gambling, but now it's Davo Slots since July. Yeah, and then I officially sort of launched the brand in uh, July of last year. And I mean, if you watch the stream, which I'm, I yeah. know you do, yeah. it's just gone fucking up. And I've had all these opportunities now. And it's fantastic, and it's just now it's like it's fucking weird, man. It's the weirdest thing of my life. Are you? Is that is that all you're doing now, or is do you still do you still uh, are you still in sales? Do you have your own businesses? Yeah, everything um, is automated with the sales now. In the same regards that we discussed before. Mm-hmm. Everything runs itself. There's a hierarchy system. I don't have to do anything. I just receive a clip off the top and I let the managers manage. And, and that's I, still with Alinta? No, 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 no. This is with completely different oh, products. Right. Now okay. We've migrated and moved into yeah. to different things. But now I'm starting to, to you know receive different opportunities um, with the Davos side of things. That's mm-hmm. probably something that will supplement the income as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that everything's automated in that regard. Wow, okay. Yeah. So... so- is it the same sort of um, setup where you've like you started say in the call center, and you've you've built up, then you've got your team underneath you. You're, you've got so you're generating revenue from your team, and eventually you've got to a position where you don't have to make phone calls or knock on doors. You've got people underneath you doing that. You're taking clip. Is that what you mean? You're taking clip yeah, off the top. Yeah, yeah. Look, we don't those those now direct marketing techniques. We don't do a huge amount of anymore. We do have the telemarketing um, set up. They're not cold calls. There's inbound as well as outbound customer service. So it's a proper setup business. And we have client. I can't disclose the clients, but we've got 
clients that we work with, we serve as their inbound call center team. We also serve as their outbound sales team. There's a fine line when it comes to cold calling sales and you can't yeah. really cross that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we do sell over the phone, but they're generally with what we call warm leads. So there's someone okay. that's registered their interest and then we go out and we then close the deal. Yeah. So the way that I sort of did it, I, I started off in a call center by myself with three guys. I trained them up. Those three guys then became management and you know, we always instill that confidence in the guys. Even before they had anyone in their team, you guys can be managers and we instill this positivity in this in this um, this mindset and then we start giving them guys and then they instill that same mindset on their guys mm-hmm. and um, that's allowed me to be able to walk away. I still check in on them maybe once or twice a week, but yeah. I don't have a huge amount to do and I like it like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I wanted my time. I really that's, wanted my time. That's what you want. That's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Um so basically so I guess it's almost like that's that is your that's passive income, but yeah. so so is Dave Dago Slot. So yeah. I guess you've got probably and this is this is just a guess really, you've got income from Dago Slots in terms of gambling wins. Yep. And then income, do you have sponsors? Do you have Yeah. yeah. So we've got a couple of, of deals that are lined up um, with clothing like a cartel. I'm I'm yet to receive any income from that, but yeah. We've started to get a bit of interest from land-based casinos that, okay. are, that are looking to sort of fly us around and send us around. Um, and because they know that if we hypothetically say we go to New Zealand, that there'll be a huge amount of people that then rock up to New Zealand, gamble, have a good time. So Right, yeah, that makes sense. Big, yeah. big deals, you know, that you gotta, i got to look at how they sit on my moral compass as well some of the time yep. because I don't want to contribute to anyone's gambling problem. Yeah, right. But I also, you know, if someone wants to kind of meet up, then I, I want to fucking be there yeah. to do that. So... Um, these are the sorts of deals that are perhaps in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to the actual gambling, I mean, you can have runs where you just get ass fucked yeah. repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And uh, any foolish man would continue to deposit, yeah. continue to play. But every now and then you get lucky. So this year and, and last year, I've been really lucky. Okay. Uh, with the amount of money that I've been putting into the to the gambling side of things, mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to be in the green by probably north of 150K, which is wow. unlikely. But by the same token, this time next year, it could have done a complete 180 tenfold. But right. it could also go in the other direction. So uh, that's always a risk when it comes to the gambling side of things. And is there is there a sort of a point where you say this is this is enough? Like on both ends, where you, you maybe you've won enough, which is doubtful from gambling... Unless you're fucking, you know, betting ridiculous amounts where, you know, you're hitting something so crazy that it's like, well, I really don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. Or is there an amount that you lose and you're like, I cannot even chase this anymore. I I thought to myself before I started Davos Slots and I gambled just in pubs and, mm-hmm. uh, pubs and casinos. I was like, how much am I down? I'm thinking about it. I'm going, right, I've done 800 bucks a week every week for the last five years. And then for the last two years, I've done $2,000 a week. I'm sort of weighing it up. And I'm like, I'm definitely down at least, four, I don't know what it was, 400 grand. Yeah. And I'm like, there is no way that I can possibly get a $400,000 win yeah. that is going to bring me back to par and then make profit. But I'm not an idiot. I understand gambling is not a way to make money. I knew yeah. that from the beginning. Yeah. But you would like to see yourself balance out yeah right so I I sort of really actually started to learn to count cards and blackjack okay and I was with my girlfriend at the don't time don't say that too loud yeah I know <laughs> well I was with my girlfriend at the time and we're sitting in our office because she worked for me we're sitting in our office with like four computer screens set up yeah and on all four of these computer screens are four 
blackjack games, online life blackjack games, and okay. we're just sitting there like the Rain Man, man, full autism spec, right? Yeah. No disrespect for autism, <laughs> we're sitting there full spectrum out, yeah. and we're like counting, 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 and we're trying to get ourselves an advantage. Now, me being an impulsive guy, I never had the self-discipline to better do it. But that different methodology that we then applied to gambling, instead of just going and fucking blowing it all, max bet, max bet, as opposed to, I'm going to go in and try to win, and these are the... St- these are the, I suppose, the strategies that I know how to. Mm-hmm. Maybe change the game around a little bit, but I would never say that you can win money gambling. Yeah. Not long term. No. It's a loser's game. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, it is. I mean, the house is designed to win at every yeah. single game. Then you've got, I mean, little tweaks made to games like roulette. It yeah. started in America. Let's have double zero make yeah. it fucking harder. Exactly. You know, and then now that's that's worldwide as well. But um, so, do you have do you have any sort of ideology behind in terms of slots? Mm. Um, cold streaks, waiting waiting for features. Yeah. Or- Good question. You have you know like for someone that is a gambler. Mm-hmm. For someone that has spent enough time in front of a slot machine gathering data subconsciously, because that's what you do. You're sitting there and you get, if you're paying attention, you're gathering data in your subconscious, you know when a machine's not going to pay. Yeah. Because you've also subconsciously picked up the small trends when it is going to pay. Yeah. So you need to trust your gut. And this is the problem with gambling. You have to trust your gut mm. and say, this game's not going to pay. I'm going to either walk away, come back later, come back tomorrow got another machine, but then the ego comes in and you say, I need to prove myself correct here. Yeah. So you keep going. Yeah, I picked this machine. I picked it. Yeah. But then you're like, I need to know because subconsciously I know that this machine's not going to pay. I have to keep playing it just to know that I'm correct. Yeah. But the thing is eventually, whether it's a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand dollars later, it's going to pay back because I've got an RTP. Yeah. And then you end up going, oh, fuck, it did it screws with your life, yeah. you know, your neuro fucking system, man. Yeah. But, but that's what it's like. You know when a machine's going to pay and you know when it's not. It's a gut feeling that you get that only gamblers can explain. But you've to be careful not to let the ego take over and say, I need to know for sure that I was correct in thinking that it wasn't going to play. So you keep playing to see just whether it does. And before you know it, yeah. you've pissed her a shitload. It happens all the time. But you know this because you've seen so much data come in. You yeah. know what you know. You've just got a feeling about it. Ask gamblers. They're superstitious people. Yeah. Well, okay. Superstitions. Do you have a routine before you start streaming or anything like that? Sometimes you like this one. I mean, sometimes there's a gambling buddy that I've got and we'll sit down on a machine and like, you know, we're having a bad run. So we're trying to mix it up and, you know, all of a sudden, every time we hit the button, we're listening off NBA basketballs. I'm like, Steve Nash, yeah. like Dirk Kowinski. <laughs> and we're just trying it because the one that it does land on, yeah. then you end up building a superstition around that yeah, and, right. and away you go. But like, you end up doing all sorts of whacked out shit when, yeah. you, when, <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you're gambling. Sometimes, you know, you close your eyes, you do the old look away. And sometimes it fucking works and it fucks you up then because next time you're there, you're like, bad run. I'm going to do the look away. And nothing happened. Yeah, it's like, like oh, a fucking idiot. What am I going to do now? <laughs> you walk in and you see people fucking with the screen and doing all sorts of shit. Fucking, yeah. It's insane. Um, Oliver, reload it. Yeah, no worries. Mm. Uh, but yeah, lots of people, cheers me. Lots of people have got, you know, heaps of different superstitious things that they do when they're gambling. It's, it is quite funny to watch. Do you have a favourite game? Um... I think online, 
I prefer playing slots. Yeah. Uh, in a casino, like a land-based casino, I'll play blackjack. Can't film any of that, which is kind of annoying. Mm. But I like betting fucking hard, um, which also makes for good content, which I suppose has been the reason that Davo slots or the Captain Davos had the success that he's had is because these people don't often see people bet the amount of money that we're betting per spin. And it yeah. can be a little bit confronting. And I yeah. can be uncomfortable as well demonstrating demonstrating it. Um, but I think uh, my favorite is online slots betting upwards of $100 a hit because you know that if you get a feature yeah. or a bonus, you're looking at a... Th- and in a good situation when it comes to slots, if you can land a 1,000x win, you've had a good pay. You've yeah. had a good payout. So that's yeah. $100,000. Sorry. Betting a hundred dollars, that's fucking ten thousand X. Yeah. Is that right? Is that right? Hundred dollars, a thousand X. Yeah, hundred thousand. So yeah. yeah, if you get a hundred thousand dollars back, there's a year's uh, year's wage right there. Yeah. The problem with gambling, of course, is it's relevant it goes how much back money in. you've got. Yeah. <laughs> so the amount of times, man, that I've had a big win on the pokies, yeah, and then I've gone blackjack and I've just gone full spanner. Oh, okay. I've gone full spanner, I'm all in. Because I've done it before and won. Yeah. So. But you go all in and you lose and it's hilarious. But you have to look at it. How do the... Um, so, on the live stream, for people that aren't familiar with it, um, Dave will be on there um, in the corner. His face will be in the corner and the, the whole screen for you will be the slots or poker or whatever. Uh, and then there's, there's another section where you'll see everybody's comments. So, yes. what does that start looking like on both ends when you fuck up and you know lose a hundred thousand dollars on blackjack yeah or or i mean poker or you win a hundred thousand dollars on the slots how does how yeah. does that shit blow so up? fortunately when i shifted from twitch to facebook as a streaming outlet or service yeah. sorry uh, twitch to facebook um people don't see what's well the 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 chat isn't sort of broadcasted on the stream screen like it is on Twitch. So on on Twitch, I had the chat up there on the overlay, okay. so people could see what was being said. I had to answer the fucking questions because otherwise, it's quite clear that I was ignoring it. Yeah. Um. But now it's a little bit different. I can be selective about the questions that I answer. That being said, um, the guys are so fucking supportive, and yeah. it, and it's been gradual and organic to be able to get that support. Yeah. But um. You know, I've got people that are there that feel like they're right there next to me that will say, mate, it's time to pull out. And that's how I hear it in my head. Okay. Like, mate, it's time to pull out. It's time to go. Slow down. And then you've got the other ones that are new that don't know me and don't know any backstory. They go, just fucking put it all in. <laughs> and, and of course, I'm, like, I'm fucking doing it. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking here. I'm here for the show. You know what I'm saying? I'll yeah. put it all in because that's what I prefer to do. But I know that I should probably listen to those people that are saying, take a step back. Yeah. Turn the revs down. And um, yeah, reassess, regroup. And then we'll proceed. But I always listen to the other ones. What do the what do the folks think about it? Okay, great question. Yeah, because my I okay. Hmm. Speaking of the devil, uh, <laughs> my father, who's just calling me now, and myself always had a very interesting relationship when we were younger. Yeah. And because I was sort of searching for validation from him. Mm-hmm. Um, let me take a back step. He knew that I had somewhat of a gambling problem back in the day when I wasn't earning much income. Like 18. Yeah, and I yep. said, Dad, you know, like, you know, I'm gambling a lot of money. It's affecting me. We should work out some strategies, blah, 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 blah. But then as I started getting older and, and earning more, it wasn't so much of a problem. But I still had this thing. I just wanted to make my dad proud. So I started seeing this girl. And I obviously won't say the name, but this is when I first started the, the Davos Lots and I thought I was 
you know, tearing it up and blah, blah, blah. So what I did basically, and she was fucking hot. She was absolute fucking smoke. Smoke show, yeah. And she was smoke, man, to the point where I was like, I just want to show you off. So I I ended up (laughs) signing her ass and taking a photo. Now, because I was trying to build a brand, part of me was like, let's put this on the fucking web. And then the other part of me was like, I can't do that. So I kept the photo. I didn't upload it onto all these big forums that were sort of streaming on. But I did send a picture to my dad because I I was kind of like, well, first of all, dad, you need to know I'm not gay. But, but, you know, I wanted to to share a little bit with him. So I sent him a picture of this chick's ass and signed on it is Dave Oslots. Now, he had no idea who Dave Oslots was and I okay. didn't think he would think anything of it. Yeah, so right. I was comfortable sending that. And his question instead of who's the girl was... Who's, who's the girl? Who's the girl? Yeah. He never said anything about Dave Oslots. Okay, never did. Okay. Two months later, he calls me up and said, now, we need to have coffee. Yeah. And now, when my dad calls coffee, we got fucking problems. Okay. I know we got problems. Okay. This shit's going down. Yeah. Last time the fucking dog died. Yeah. I'm saying shit's going down. So I'm That's like, like mum calling you David instead of David. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And I knew straight away he knows what I'm doing because I've got this big hunch in my head. I'm like that. I'm like in my head I know that I'm doing all this fucking broadcasting of gambling all over the net, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook and I'm like, he knows. Yeah. Sure enough, we sit down for coffee. I'm drinking my fucking piccolo. He's having his espresso shot and he goes, your mother and I are having dinner with Paula. And uh, Paula's my mate's mum. Yeah. And uh, Paula mentioned that you're on YouTube. And uh, I didn't think anything of it. And she obviously didn't. She's like, she, and he did, she didn't tell me what the name was because she couldn't remember. But it got me thinking back to that photo that you sent me. And sure enough, and he's saying it like a fucking <laughs> thing. Sure enough, I googled Dave Slots and up comes all of your fucking videos. And he said, now, Dave, I haven't viewed them. Yeah. Fucking rubbish. Yeah, right. Fucking rubbish. Of course, yeah. he's fucking beautiful. Of course. And some of the, as soon as he saw him. I know. And some of the content is so vulgar. But I'm like, I like to consider myself a nice guy. If I say something like, you know, fuck you, bitch, or fuck this, I don't actually quite legitimately mean it. It's just come out at the moment. It's yeah. almost got like a borderline case of Tourette's. Anyway, since then, um, he knows exactly what I'm doing. And he's sort of come to terms with it. Like, I picked up this new car. It's the same thing when I picked this new car. I went and saw him and he first thing, he sits there with his hands on his hips and he shakes his head at me. And he's, I mean, in his head, he's like, what the fuck's happening here? Yeah. Because he's straight up the line, man. He's straight up the line. He's like, the fuck's happening here? And I have to be like, oh, come on, dad, get your fucking cock out and jump in the, <laughs> jump, jump in the, jump in the car. And I have to sort of work him into this nasty ass world that I sort of live in. Yeah, yeah. And then after a couple of minutes, he's, he's cool, he's relaxed. But yeah. like, that's the difference between the sort of generations for that we're in and that our our parents are in as well. And it's very different. It's very, very different. Yeah. And mum is highly spiritual. And if we were to, even though she's not Christian anymore, her beliefs align with probably not doing this. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, but she's also kind of, honestly, right, he guy's 25, he's going to do what he's going to do. And, you know, it is what it is. But she's got great confidence that in the end of the day, she doesn't use the word God's will, but like the power, the powers that be mm-hmm. will prevail if you like. And so nothing really matters that much. Always, um, always wonder about that. <clears throat> I think because I'm not religious at all. Um, I wouldn't say I'm not, well, I'm not religious. I wouldn't call myself an atheist. I, uh, I don't believe in religion though, in organized Maybe, religion. Yeah. I don't know what, I, I don't feel like... I don't have the ego to say that there's no yeah. high being, but I also don't believe... Like, why is there 20 religions? Mm. That doesn't make sense mm. to me. So, does one of them have to be right? No, but one of them could be. Yeah. Whatever. 
but, that they agree. Yeah. But my thing in terms of people who are religious is that they the strength that they find sometimes from that really astounds me. Um, I've got more, my questions are more like why, like, okay, Christchurch just happened. Yes. If there's a God, why would he allow that? Yes. But they're more like, like God will give the victims the strength to get through this sure. and their families and, and us as a society. Yeah. And it, it is pretty powerful, like in terms of that positivity, but I do that the negative outweighs the positive for me in terms of like, you know, people are suicide bombing for sure. their religion and stuff like that. Sure. Which I, I just can't fuck with at all. Yes. You've got George Pell fucking little kids. Oh, fuck, bro. Like, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of, you know, dealing with it legally, the church gets to deal with it and, and all they do is yeah. move churches so then he fucks with some little kids at a different church. Uh, it's fucked up. Yeah. I know, and I complete what you're saying I completely <clears throat> agree with. Um, I think as we sort of progress as a society, as we discover more technology, as we've got smarter brains thinking about different things, there is actually a science behind God, mm. but not as as the Christians know it, which was Jesus that came to earth in the form of God and died on the cross. But God, like you said, there's 26 religions, but they all have the common denominator, which is like a higher power, if you like. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? The higher power, but then there's all these little like side tangents about he does this and this, and it's all sort of rubbish that I agree with yeah. you. But the science of something that is greater is becoming more and more common, which aligns with the religions, but not with a lot of the shit that came along with it. I yeah. mean, you know, frequency, for instance, a frequency that I put out and that you put out and that I can feel you without knowing it. The same way that you can go over to a country where they don't speak your language, but you can feel with this person without yeah. even speaking their language. You can understand whether whatever they're saying is negative or positive. Right, yeah. right. That same frequency that you, you are understanding from people that I believe is this this science that we're going to start to understand now and what's putting out and you know, the different dimensions. But it's all consciousness. The mm. power of the mind is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Especially collectively. For instance, if I'm sitting here and I'm thinking one way by myself, I'm putting out X amount of frequency, X amount of power. If I'm sitting here with you, we align ourselves with our frequency, which takes time. It's mm -hmm. fucking hard to get two people aligned. But then yeah. we're putting out that same frequency. we got like a stronger frequency. And then if you got collectively thousands of people doing it, you're then putting out an actual fucking frequency. And yeah. so I'm a big believer in that. There's still, we're probably still not at the stage where we can scientifically say that's a hundred percent correct, but they're making steps towards this sort of way of thinking. Yeah. And with, I mean, with evolution as well, mm. I mean, you're talking thousands, tens of thousands of years, maybe, but like, <clears throat> you know, this is getting a bit weird now, but, um, the Egyptians, they believed that the Egyptians maybe, had 360 senses as opposed to our like five, six sure. senses. Um, so what they're saying is they're, work, they're walking around on a day-to-day -day basis the same way someone who might take mushrooms today Makes complete feels, sense. But that was them at all times yes. because they, they were experiencing things that we, we don't experience yeah. right now, but we will likely evolve to experience. Very interesting. It's, to say, yeah, right? it's, you know, I'll tell you one thing and I don't, I'm very sleep about who I, I share this with, but given the, the nature of the beast, I spent a huge amount of my childhood, like most people doing a shitload of recreational drugs. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are sitting in a group of people, and you're in a particular, for instance, you're sitting in a group of people, you're smoking a meth pipe with a group of people, right? Yeah. And that environment is not stimulated. 
there's negative vibes. Yeah. There's all of this negativity. That experience within that, call it drug session, will be of all of those things. Negative, unstimulated. I used to do do meth, smoke meth, probably two times a week for, I call it a year. Yeah. And I don't do it anymore at all because the, the side effects outweigh the, the positives, the yeah. pros, and I'll talk about that later. But we used to be very, very constructive with our time. So we would find ourselves smoking meth and then sitting there documenting different philosophies about life. I'd sit there because I'd learned to play piano and I'd sit there writing new music that I'd never, ever, ever be able to write when I wasn't high. Yeah, wow. And we're coming up with all these different <clears throat> things, but we're planting seeds as well. So then when we're not high, I can come back and play exactly the same song because I've, I've started a subconscious. subconscious yeah, and you've got it written down. You've got, there's no like, yeah. even if you, you know, we don't always remember when we, when we get drunk, when we get high, what was going through our heads, what we were talking about. But if you've got it documented, you can see, you know, this note, that note, that yes. note, still play that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, which is not typical of drug users. It's not typical <laughs> of drug users at all. It's not. No, like people, people aren't, you know, when you think of your typical meth head, um, uh, you know, heroin addicts, mm. stoner, mm. you know, alcoholic, they're not sitting there drinking, smoking, injecting, and then being like, all right, let me write this shit. Sure. Down. Yeah. Exactly. And so that for me aligns with what you're saying in regards to the Egyptians, because I, I knew in my life that I was going to be okay. This one time when I was on meth with my boy and mm. we had spent probably 24 hours discussing life and we were just having these breakthroughs. It was like doing a university degree in 24 hours. That's how, if you ask him, that's exactly how he'd explain it. We, we downloaded four years worth of information in 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 12 hours and and we I just had this feeling and it was probably partially the drugs, but it was like, I'm going to be completely fine in my life yeah. because this, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And it just made complete sense. It was pure as the absolute pinnacle of clarity in my mind. Mm. That is one of the risks involved with drugs, of course, as well as people then chase that feeling. But like anything, like beer or like coffee, yeah. that is the spark required to change the chemical DNA or the chemical reaction in your brain to then start a new way of thinking. Why people drink coffee when they're tired, they have a coffee, bang, they then put them into a different gear. They yeah. change their way of thinking from this way into this way. And that's what the meth would do for us. It would take us from thinking this way into this way. And then it's what you do with that direction. Mm-hmm. It was what you did with that direction. So, yeah, coming back to what you were saying, um, what you're saying about the Egyptians, yep. it's sounding like it was on mushrooms or drugs or psychedelics. Yeah. We completely relate with that. And that's like a lot of people, um, I haven't done any psychedelics. But a lot of people uh, speak about it so highly, like it's very strange, and they're not—they're not like you know, uh, regular drug users or anything. But people that have done it once or twice mm. are just like, I went to this place and it was just—it was—I was confused about what what real life was at that point. Yeah, I didn't know whether real life was the truth or what I was experiencing then was the truth. What did you have? Sorry, I didn't... I haven't had anything, yeah. but this is what people said to me. So on mushrooms, uh, ayahuasca, yeah. um, uh, uh, acid, acid, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, that part of that, not not the bad trip, like I, I wouldn't want to have a bad trip, but I also wouldn't 
I wouldn't want to be confused about what brother, what's real and what's brother, not. This is the thing. <laughs> this is the whole thing. And that about toad. Life. Have you heard about that toad? Like you can lick the back of this fucking toad. I, briefly. Yeah. But this is the whole thing and what you're saying. What you do with that trip at that moment where you're questioning everything that you've ever done. Mm. That's what awakens awakens somebody. Yeah. Right. When you realize that what you've done for the last eighteen years isn't right, mm. it doesn't feel right. That's what awakens people and then gets them on a different path. Their true calling. I had the same thing. You take drugs and it puts you in a different frame of mind. You look around and you know people are working and you know there's someone that's working and it's like it's wrong and you know it straight away. Yeah. Because if you're not under potentially under the influence, everything just fits in. It's just so it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. You yeah. can't. It's just it's drilled into us. But sometimes that chemical reaction that drives you in that direction, in the different direction, and you sit there and you're like. But at the same time, you can have a bad trip as well, mm. and it can it can have a different effect. But that people should never be afraid of that feeling. I wasn't sure what life was because we know deep down, everybody knows deep down that what we're doing is fucking stupid. Everyone knows it is. Oh yeah, everybody yeah. knows it is. And that's what like there, <laughs> there's some I don't know if they're scientists or philosophers or whatever. I I, I don't even know their names at this point. I would have to look it up. But the the odds that what we are living is a simulation are like astoundingly high. Really? Yeah. Jesus. But I was just like me being me, if I'm, if I'm playing the Sims or if I'm, you know, playing some sort of video game, the last thing that I would do is make my avatar sit down for an hour talking to somebody like it's just like yeah, it's very interesting. I point. wouldn't sit there watching my avatar do that. Like it's, it's just a very, very interesting. Point. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I know. Ah, oh, fuck, man. As soon as you start thinking about it, it's like it's very, very difficult. If you like look at an ant, do you think that it knows what its sole purpose is? Is like, do you know? Does it know? Is it consciously aware of what it's doing? And that's should the, we? It's that's the pitfall of being a human being. Is that mm. we we have these thoughts. And other organisms don't. Yeah. They're, I mean, what, like... Well, what? we assume they don't. We assume they don't. We would never know because even, like, science... No matter what science can get inside an ant's brain and say... Yeah, they'll never know is, what it thinks. Never. But they... I guess they say because of, like, the brain... Like, what the brain is to them, like, what, what it looks like compared to ours is they don't have the capacity. So they say they're, like, dolphins and whales probably do have some Similar, yeah. capacity and apes. But yeah. then, like, when you start talking about dogs, which are... I mean, arguably smarter than ants. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. Ants are pretty organized, but <laughs> like they are organized. Yeah, but like, like that, that any dog, no matter how many frisbees it catches, mm. how many times it sits when you tell it to, is a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's a fucking idiot. Yeah, compared to us, mm. and so that's that's really um, that's interesting as well in mm. terms of like, yeah, having that awareness of life and whether whether or not you're doing the right thing yeah. is we are the only one of the only uh, animals that can that can even have that thought. I know. Yeah. The funny thing about the whole thing is that because there is no at this stage definitive answer, definitive ultimate truth, it's it's it is almost too much to think about. Yeah. There's so much to think that we choose not to and we'd almost prefer to go back into that life because it's a distraction. No one's pioneered it. It's a distraction. It's, 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 we almost prefer to go back to the distraction because trying to tackle these big questions. Yeah. 
They're, un- they're unanswerable questions. They're unanswerable questions. And yeah. no one else has answered them before. Yeah. And so it's like the whole thing is overwhelming. Puts you on a state of fucking euphoria. Yeah. But it's very, very difficult. So having people that you can actually discuss and share these thoughts with, far and few between. When you select your friends, you find people that you can share and discuss mm. these, these thoughts with. This is how one increases their mental capacity when they explore bigger questions. Whether you get to an answer or not, exploring it, that's how one increases their mental capacity. It's fucking insane. Even like just talking about it now, I can feel my my, my yeah. pressure in my head is on the side. And I've identified when my pressure's on the side of my head, I'm thinking I'm like spiritual as fuck. Yeah, I've got so many lives. Yeah. My head's going in so many directions right now. It's, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like if I say like, we haven't done any drugs I know, yet, but, but, people, people will not believe but us. But remember as well, remember as well, there was a catalyst. Yeah. Now, if we got to this same conclusion without the beer. We probably could have got to the same conclusion without the beer, but there is a catalyst. There's catalysts yeah. all the time. Maybe. Hard to know. And, and we've we've never met, by the way. Mm. This is two strangers talking. Mm. Whether we would have got here or not without, you know, getting a bit loose-lipped is, is also another, another question. question. Yeah. I think we probably would have based on just the circumstances, based on the situation. I yeah. feel like we- and speaking to you on the phone was very easy as well before, before we even met. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, I, I was going to go back to morality, the morality of gambling. Yeah. But before I go there, I want to, I want to sit on meth for a minute. Yeah, sure. Sure. Now, I'm more than happy to talk about meth. How, so I've never done meth. Yeah. What, what is that high? Is it to me like what I, what I imagine yeah. okay. is, um, a very active, uh, like prefrontal cortex, I want I want to clean my house. Yep. I want to like do that kind of shit. Yeah, is that or I guess it's probably dosage related as well because I'm guessing it can put you the fuck to sleep as well. Uh, Kick, you have anything else that you were gonna say in regards to what it might feel like first? Um, that's interesting for me to know what you think it might feel like because I'll tell you. Let me say okay. So when I when I smoke weed, right? I'll I'll smoke some. Yeah, and I'll get real giggly and happy and everything's funny. And I'll smoke a bit more, and I'll really chill. Sure, sure. And I'll smoke a bit more, and I want to go to bed. Yeah, no, meth is different. Okay. Meth is different. At least for me, meth is different. I'm sure a beard is popped. That's the funniest. They they are sitting next to a um, like an ice block. I don't know. It sounds like a beard is popped. Um, so very interesting that you say that. Weed is different. Very different for me. Weed will have a far more psychoactive effect on me than any drug, uh, except for perhaps LSD. Like, if I smoke weed, I won't fucking touch weed, man. I won't fucking touch it. I'm so anxious about it now that if I even do it, I have a placebo that kicks in that sends me, like, very, what? very anxious. Why was that? I don't know, man. I think it was just... I don't know. I don't. I, there's a couple of philosophies that I've got. I mean, I ate some edibles once. Okay. Kept me up for three days when I was... Kept you up? Up for three days. Yeah, kept me up, bro. Kept me up, but my brain fucking... Hundred mile an hour, which was f- like those thoughts I was having were full of a million different things, and there was no clarity there at all. Which have then made that's where the anxiety kicked, and I needed some sort of clarity and something grounded. And, but what I ended up doing to try and put myself to sleep was smoking weed, which actually put me right back up. So I went for th- ended up going three days, seventy two hours, no sleep, I ended up falling up. I didn't actually fall asleep behind the wheel, but as I was driving home from my friend's work, yep. freaking out at four o'clock in the morning, I knew I was about to fall asleep. So I just pulled in, car in park, 
And I just knew I just I needed 20 seconds sleep. I need to reset the brain. And I did. I slept for 20 seconds. Reset the brain. It's fine. But I stuck in that fucking psychosis. If wow. You With meth, meth is completely different. And it for me, it is it's clarity. Meth is clarity. But all it is once again is a catalyst. It's a it's a uh, it's a stimulant. And what's it fucking remember what's called? It's a um. What fuck's it called? I remember the actual chemical compound type name. It's a uh. Um, you're talking about like serotonin? No, yeah, it's a um, fuck it, it's a, it's meth. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same as basically the same as it's an amphetamine, right? Oh, it's an amphetamine, oh okay, right? Yeah. So it speeds you up. Everything is sped up. Once again, what you decide to do when you're sped up, for instance, if you're sitting down, I give you an example on a piano, and you're really really tired, you're lethargic, your body is not moving, you don't have oxygen through you, your brain capacity to be able to remember, to be able to move whilst at the same time as you're thinking is slower but when you're g'd up and you've got oxygen flowing and your brain cells are firing and everything is happening you're able to do things faster better sharper debatable your memory is better but your 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 mind to muscle movements are almost instantaneous mm. so we're um it's not like the more you smoke or the more you ingest or take, keep in mind, I've never injected uh, meth. I only ever smoked. I did eat it. Yeah. <clears throat> but the more you have for me didn't necessarily make it any more extreme, but it would prolong it. Okay. Prolong it. There comes a certain point though, where because you haven't slept for say 12 hours, for me, I never went longer and keep this on the record yeah. than 48 hours. You hear about people, I hear about people all the time that go for it and they're like, I went fucking seven days. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you know that if someone's gone for seven days. So they're just backing it up seven days. Backing so. up seven days, no sleep. How many hours that is, no sleep at all. That is when you are looking at fucking doing permanent damage. Because when you're fucking up, you don't feel like eating. You don't feel like fucking drinking. You start to get anxious. Your social skills are out the fucking window. That's when you can actually cause permanent damage. But in short, sharp stints, if used correctly, I see a positive, positive side. Um for doing it yeah but yeah, I mean and there probably is uh, for everything did you want another beer hmm. um, there probably is for everything um, in in you know specific doses and blah blah there's probably been studies done that say that you know if used in this amount for yeah every drug there are positives but it's just it is also unrealistic because yeah. because of the because of those positives yeah that's what you chase well, people, people forget why they perhaps enjoy doing meth in the first place. And they mm. end up trying to chase this high. And it's happened to me a couple of times. I've gone and, and I've smoked it looking to have the same stimulation that I had to be able to solve the problems that I was dealing with. But because I was either in the wrong environment, my lead up to that particular session was wrong. I never was able to get into that, that gear, if you like. Mm. Right now, if I smoke meth at this present moment right now, I would be able to go to a level above where I am, which I already feel is relatively stimulated based on the conversation that we're having, which yeah. is great. And that's when I would start making some fucking serious breakthroughs in my life. I would go, right, well, this is wrong for me. And it would make sense. And I'd know why it was wrong for me. For instance, yeah. if I'm seeing a girl and, and I'm, I'm going through the motions and I know that it doesn't feel right, but I can't identify why. Yeah. It would push me to the point of higher consciousness by saying, well, this is exactly why. And it would be clear. And I'd be like, it's going to break up. And it wouldn't make, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, You're speaking to me. You, right. <laughs> You, I can see why you succeeded in sales. Right? <laughs> this is fucking so wild. I'm about to like, I'm about to go find a meth contact. <laughs> no, 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 I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing, but... The- Actually, this feeling that we, well, that I have right now, and I'm going to assume that you're, what you're saying right now, this is the same feeling of, 
of what it would the state it would put you in. The state that in fact the state that I'm feeling right now, I can feel it here. Yeah. I can feel it fucking here in my head. This is the same reason that I would smoke meth. The brilliant right. thing is catalyst is a catalyst. Mm. Some will put you Yeah, I, I don't know. A catalyst is a catalyst. Sometimes you need coffee, weed, this, that, a jog, endorphins, oxygen, mm. bang. It's a change in the mind, it's a change in the direction, and in how we've rolled with it, we've just carried on this conversation now. I'm sure you've got a list of questions. What we thought we were going to talk about, we're off in this tangent yeah. now. <laughs> but that's, for me personally, that's a fucking great, productive piece of time. Having oh, these thoughts, productive. 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? So much, um, it's so much better, like from pod- podcast perspective or um, interview. I don't really call these interviews, it's more conversations. But yeah. um, when I don't have to use my questions and I accidentally left my questions in the kitchen. Yeah. So I haven't used one of my questions. Um, when I don't have to do that, I yeah. know that it's, it's just fucking, it's going really well yeah. and people are going to love, love that episode. But yeah. if I'm, if I, uh, if I'm asking a question and I get a response back and, um, you know, I've listened to it and the response isn't enough for me to carry on and I've just got to go to the next question. Yeah. I know it's going to be short. Sure. I know it's going to be boring and I'm going to have to figure something out yeah. to, to make people listen to it. Somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if I apply the if I apply just coming back now, I'm mixing the work and if I apply the, the sales psychology into that as well, it's got a lot to do with your questions and out the way that we gel has got a lot to do with the way that we're both feeling. Mm. I've had a fucking brilliant day today. I've had an amazing day. I've already been feeling great. So I want to converse not consciously, subconsciously, I've got a lot to say. I'm feeling positive. I, I feel upbeat. But you catch someone on the wrong day, naturally, they're going to be perhaps a little anxious. They're going to be not giving you long-winded responses. Exactly. And it goes to show you've got to take care of your fucking mind. You have to do whatever you got to do to keep yourself fucking relaxed. Keep yourself upbeat. Keep yourself stimulated. Mm. Got to keep yourself stimulated. Then when put in a situation like this, which we are, we're having a fucking great time. I've had a great day today. You sound like you've had a great day because we're fucking gelling. Yeah. So, but it comes back to, and we, we teach this to our guys, you've got to add all costs. You take care of your fucking brain before anything else. Don't it's rock so, up to work if your fucking brain's wrong. It's so important. And uh, like this will lead into uh, something else as well, but um, mental health, men's mental health in yep. particular, like, you know, everyone, everyone does Movember now. Yeah. Um, and men, men in particular don't seek help because of pride, because of masculinity. Sure. Um, but uh, welcome to the party. Uh, the goal is to be the most charitable podcast. So yeah. we play a game with everybody that comes onto the show. Yeah. Um, there's several different games that we play. I've got my questions in the kitchen. I'm going to have to grab them because Rachel hasn't answered my text. Um, so I reckon this would be a good opportunity to play uh, a game. Let's do it. Um, so I'll just talk me through. I want to understand because I'm also doing my own charity stuff. Yes, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. Let's just put this on um, hold for one second. Sure. All right. All right. We're back at it like a bad habit. Welcome back. Um, so <laughs> you you have the... Hold on. I actually do have the name of it here. <laughs> Walk Amongst Them Foundation. The fucking what for. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let, me know, let me know about that. Yep. What is... What is, cool. what is so, um, I think we're at this stage without you know, running the risk of sounding like an absolute idiot. We're making a shitload of money, which is great. That's great, yeah. It's great. Um, but at the same time, you, know, you identify the problems of the world. 
uh, and you can't help but feel a huge burden on your shoulders. If you if your moral compass is in the right direction, you can't not feel it. So, as much as it as much as money shouldn't solve problems, I'm well well aware of the fact that it, the reality is that it does. Mm. So we try and integrate a little bit of 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 the stream. Excuse me. We're trying to help people out via what we're doing. Yep. So the Walk Amongst Them Foundation, which is actually a joke, the name is a joke, the charity, the foundation is really, really real, yep. um, is designed to help people out that are doing it tough. Now, at the end of the day, I've got full executive control over what that money goes to, how much, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, we have suggestions come through every day. And a lot of these suggestions are much larger scale corporate suggestions. And, and it's great to be able to donate to the council council. And it's great to be able to donate to, to the Black Dog Foundation. But the reality is there's administrative fees for some of them. I'm mm. not going to, for some of them, I'm, either, of the, either of those may not, but there's administrative fees. There's, you know, the reality is what you're sending may not be going there and you've got no quality control yep. over it. For us, we would much prefer to take the money and go directly to the cause. So we've got some plans that we're working with in the future. So I'll give you an example. Homelessness is a pretty big issue. You can't go past it. Uh, there are a, There's a difference between someone that's homeless. Um, uh, they want to potentially be homeless. What I mean by that is that they're lazy and yep. they're just happy doing that. And then there's someone that is homeless by by unfortunate circumstance mm-hmm. and needs an opportunity. Yeah. We want to take these people and set them up in their own micro business straight off the bat. So for me, I know how to knock doors. I don't know how to train a team of guys to knock doors. This is an example. But yeah. I can go and buy a lawnmower. I can buy a trailer. I can buy a car. I can buy a whippersnapper. And I can give you 10 residual clients each fortnight that are going to bring in you this much income. So we want to then give someone that opportunity. Instead of saying, here's $2,000, go and do this with what you want. Because they don't know what to do with that money. Yeah. Assisting them to actually get set up in a business or into something where they're going to be able to make money, make something of themselves. This is something that we're working on. So, right. So you you developed this foundation. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. And the the name of it. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a joke. I didn't think anything of it when I when I heard it. I didn't. I no, didn't question it. But <laughs> there's a, there was a YouTube video. There was a YouTube video that we did a couple of months okay. ago where okay. we were up in Cleveland Wildlife Park. You know Mount Lofty? You know mm-hmm. Mount Lofty. You're basketball. So we're coming down Mount Lofty and I'm like really unfit at the moment. So I'm making a scene. I'm carrying on like a fucking idiot. And we get into Cleveland Wildlife Park to do some shooting and there's a wheelchair there. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to roll. You know what? We'll do this in the wheelchair. So yeah. I'm on the wheelchair. My boy's <laughs> pushing me. And as we're fucking wheeling down the path, there's a volunteer that's walking up and we're filming and we're like, let's get some content. I'm like, g'day, sir. Uh, is this the way to the emus? Et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, uh, can we take, I was making a joke, can we take the four-wheel drive in there, being the, the wheelchair, yeah. seeing whether we get a reaction. Turns out, this guy didn't really have a humorous boat in his yeah, body. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> and then his response is, no, no, but you can walk amongst them, though. And of course, uh, for someone yeah. that is, is disabled, yeah. or in a wheelchair, you don't fucking say you can walk yeah, amongst yeah, them, yeah. even though he didn't mean to do it. But there's this big inside joke, because of course I'm not disabled, I, just had, I was just exhausted. Yeah. There was this big inside joke, and then I'm sitting there with my assistant, Sydney, and we're working out, right, what are we going to fucking call this thing? I think we went through like pussy weed and hose. We went through all these silly things, and we ended up going with the Walk Amongst Them Foundation. In hindsight now, I wish it was more serious, but like you said, for people that don't know... The perhaps the humour behind it, yeah, uh, which is also relevant to sort of like a, a charities or like the, the walk amongst some families, which does work. Yeah, well, yeah, you could <laughs> you could do charity walks easily, no questions asked, and get sponsors. Well, with your door knocking ability and the name, yeah, fucking no worries. <laughs> but then 
but then what what immediately came to my mind when you were describing it was like homeless people like like getting on their feet and walking, walking amongst, amongst society. Right, right, right. That's, and that's that, what I was like, right. what you, where's the fucking joke here? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was funny for me. It was funny for me and, and the guys that, that like our production team and stuff like that because that was like a funny joke. Was I, Have you seen the video? I'll show you the video. Yeah. You've you got to see the video. I'm no, sure no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I made a little Instagram because there was a little bit of backlash, but not a huge amount because I think people oh, realize I mean, it. And there's there's backlash for you know you can yeah. do and kiss a puppy and be some, yeah. some type of sexual abuse. Gentlemen, make no mistake. I make no claim at all to being disabled whatsoever. I've just walked down Mount Lofty uh, trek, and my legs are absolutely cactus. And I noticed that there was a wheelchair in the reception, and uh, we're going to be doing this tour on a wheelchair. Who did the animation? Oh, that's we've got the interior guy. Making our way here through Cleveland yeah. National Park. And... Hello there. How are you? It's just it's very well, thank you. Is this the way to the emus? Yeah, I can see one. Yeah. Oh, you got a phone oh, call. Hang up on that. Hang up. Hang on up on that. Yeah. Is that Andrea? Yeah. yeah. I can see one. Yeah, you're heading that way. Uh, no, that kangaroo's in there, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Can we take yeah. the four-wheel drive there? Yeah. That's just how I know. What happened? Just load it up. You'll be able to walk amongst them, mate. Yeah. Well, You'll be able to walk amongst them, mate. Maybe. Maybe. You'll be able to walk amongst them. You'll be able to walk amongst them. How fucking dare you? But, like, how fucking dare you? I mean, he didn't mean to do it, but, like, you can walk amongst them. That's so funny. That reminds me of a story. My um, my mum used to work for the uh, cancer council. Yes. She was just a uh, she was a receptionist at the time, and one of the cancer patients came in. She uh, he asked for directions somewhere. Yes. And um, <laughs> mum says, "Okay, so you go this way, that way, that way, and then you just follow your nose that way." Blah blah blah. Anyway, so. Skin cancer on the nose. Oh no! Yeah, oh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. more like that's more like intelligent subconscious punning, like offensive <laughs> yeah. punning. But oh, it was funny because he obviously this guy <laughs> had no intention of insulting a potentially disabled because he didn't see us. Yes, yeah. he walked into reception and say, "Oh, I'm fucking pooped. Can I use this wheelchair?" Um, he just saw a guy in a wheelchair, and of course, when he walked away, he would have gone. And that's the story that he would have gone and told his son, and like me, his son's fucking yeah, repeating it to people embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you can walk amongst yeah. them. Uh, but that's where it came from because it sort of like worked in all facets. Yeah. Alright, well before we move on, yes. I will I will play this game sourced unsourced. Cool. Okay, so basically source unsourced is true true or false. Okay. So source is true, false is not sourced. Unsourced. Unsourced. I've got Is five. it S A U or S O U? S O U Source. Yeah. Okay. But if you want to do puns, that's fine and we can pretend it's S A U. <laughs> I will go with S O U. So source as in okay. Yeah, source like sourced as in like it's been peer, it's been peer reviewed. <laughs> and... <laughs> All right, it's been sourced. Yeah. All right. Um. So I've got five statements. Yes. If you get three out of the five correct, yeah. we'll donate fifty dollars to the Walk Monks and Foundation. Cool. And um, I mean, 
I know you you you'll probably piss five grand down the toilet in one bed, but fifty dollars. <laughs> we appreciate. It. I feel like for for our for our end, I may as well film this as well. Yeah. Because we can then put this on our channel as well. Yeah. Let me have a quick one here. Oh shit. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, sitting here with Clay from Welcome to the Potty. We're sitting here in Glenelg running through a multitude of different fucking topics and it's absolutely fantastic. Now we're up to a segment called Sourced or Unsourced and Clay is offering potentially $50 to the Walk Amongst Them Foundation, the fucking what for, if we can answer three of five yes. correctly. Yes, here correct. We so here we, here we go. Sourced, Unsourced. The founder of FedEx, Federal, Federal Express, mm. saved the company by gambling in Vegas. Well, based on how outrageous that sounds, I'm going to say sourced. Source is correct. Yeah. Based on how outrageous that sounds. Yes. So one, one for one. One for one. You can voluntarily ban yourself from a casino. Sourced. Sourced is correct. Two for two. When on a hot street... <laughs> Gambling related. I love it. You can request a bedpan, but only... <laughs> <laughs> but only for urination. <laughs> When on a absolutely unsourced, unsourced, but <laughs> some people do wear diapers to the casino, or will piss their pants when on a whole street just because they refuse to leave the table. I'll be damned. You yeah. got to be all sorts of fucked out. Yeah, you got to be. You got a professional gambler if you do. and you said the words when you came in here. You said the words problem gambler, and from what I'm hearing right now, it does oh, not sound like you've pissed no, your pants no, on the if, casino if, floor. If you are, if you, if you are fucking can't walk away from the table, you're in a deep strategy because you can't leave the fucking table. Yeah, you can't leave the table, so you have to be a professional gambler. Guess what? If someone pisses their pants at my table and I'm a dealer, I'm getting security because you're counting cars, motherfucker. <laughs> you're you counting cars. <laughs> you're counting cars. Yeah. Because why would you piss your pants? You yes. choose yourself. Yes. Yeah. All right, three for three. We've got two more. Okay. For bonus? Good, for we good bonus? Me- we were going bonus oh. for good measure. So, if you get one of these next two, yeah, I'll make it sixty dollars. Okay. If you get both of them, we'll go. We'll go double. Okay. Okay. Las Vegas is the gambling capital of the world. Uh, unsourced. Macau is. is that- you fucking. You're on. You're on the money. Because that was the, there. That fucking. Okay. Sixty dollars. Uh, $60. All right. And for. For double, mm. for double, for one twenty, one twenty. No, no, oh, no, so no. For one hundred, one hundred. Lactic acid. Yeah. For one hundred, casinos pump oxygen onto the gaming Sourced. floor. Uh, um, only in VIP. They do. They do. They fucking do. I've spoken. <laughs> I've spoken with my VIP manager. They fucking do. What's your source? Um, I, I don't know. Google today. It just says it's a well. It says it's a felony, and that is also a fire hazard. I need to speak with my manager then, with my VIP manager. I think she said to me that they do, and okay. I can feel it when I'm fucking in there because I'm off tap when I'm sitting in the VIP room. Okay, uh, well, uh, okay, I'll I'll do seventy five. Done. Well done. <laughs> well done. Well done. Let me get let me a little clip here. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Clay, our boy here, seventy-five dollars into the what for? Gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's agreement. Handshake here for. We better do it. There we go. Love your work, Clay. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Thank you, Clay. Cheers. Now that's interesting because my understanding. Let me just make a very quick phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could call her right now on the live, but she'd be fucking upset. She watches the streams that I. Oh, do. okay. 
So yeah, be very careful. So you um, you you went for the uh, degenerate plates. Do you see it? Yes. Degenerate. Yeah, yeah, I went for degenerate plates. Now I've got to be honest with you. Well, first of all, I've never seen your car around, which is strange for Adelaide. Yeah, it's recent. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also have to say that I do generally judge people with custom plates. Sure. Um, and I'll <laughs> Fair. I'll play a game with Rachel, similar to Source Unsourced, uh, except it's not for charity. It'll be, hey, guess if this guy's a wanker. And I, I, <laughs> <laughs> That's not good to know. That is not good to know. You know, the thing is, all right, two part process. The guy that I got the car from said to me, "You can't put normal plates in this car. You got to put his plates like EG, just as like initials." Okay. Now I. Don't actually, I, I, I don't not agree because I often look at people driving cars and think, you're a fucking wanker. Yeah. But it wouldn't be necessarily based on the plates. It'd be a combination piece. It'll be car with plates, with the music, with the fucking, it would be a combination right. piece, right. not just plates. In this case, and you'll have to fill me in here, based on, you know me, you know that I'm a mm-hmm. degenerate gambler. The car is an R8, degen R8. Does that make a difference to you? Now you know, <laughs> or are you going, Rachel? Is this guy a wanker? I uh, okay. You are no. Here, here's what it is. You are. I, I don't know what no, no. Saying. Okay, I okay. So I, I, I still don't know you. I've had a conversation with you. I know you're a good guy. I've enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> Even if you were one of my closest friends, <laughs> I would, I would shit on you nonstop. I would play the game with Rachel, <laughs> but I would. I would admit that it is kind of clever. I feel like it's clever. If you didn't know what I do and you saw that car with the number plate, is Rachel saying, that guy's a wanker? Without question. Without a fucking question. But, okay, but... but So what I would do is I'd give you shit, right? Mm. Every time, every time, right? Mm. You'd come to my house, we'd have a couple of beers and I'd, I'd give you shit about it. Mm. And then I'd be like, nah, 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 it's clever, bro. It's clever, bro. <laughs> You're a fucking wanker. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking like the place, you know, but it's one of those things, like, it was the spirit of the moment, I thought, these are the places I'm going to get, fits in with this, 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 and this, and I actually put it out to the stream, I was like, what place do I get, and we all, there was all these puns, it was like, if you've watched the stream, you would know. Now that, all- see, that, that is also, again, working in your favour, you've got, you've got the people, right. and you've got to do what the people do, this is the people's podcast, and the people say... Hey Clay, that's enough money going to Beyond Blue. Mm. We want we want a bit more money to uh, Black Dog. Mm. Well, Black Dog it is. Mm. But um, so yeah, you got to do. It's for the people. Let me ask you this question here. All right, if that okay, so if that number plate hypothetically was something funny. All right, for instance, I can't think of one off the top of my head. It's not going to come to me. Mm. When we went through the list of options for that number plate, Degenerate was my idea. Yeah. And I'm glad to say that it was my idea because mm-hmm. I thought, well, I did think it was clever. Regardless of whether Rachel says it, yes, this guy's I thought it was clever. But the, there was a certain like catchphrases that sort of came up during the stream, which was like fucking country, which would have been F-K-N-C-N-T-R-Y. There would have been have some HIV. Okay, hello, now, let me, police. Like, let, me, <laughs> let me ask you this question here. If the number plate was not Dragon Ball Z spec, Sound like the word looks cool and maybe a little bit try hard, but in fact, it was something funny and silly. If something funny and silly, would Rachel say, oh, I'm trying to think of an example off my head. Like, okay, let, let's say the number plate was three inch. And three inch, like obviously talking about the driver having a, a three inch penis. Mm-hmm. 
You say to Rachel, Rachel, is this guy a wanker? She goes, fuck no. He's written three inch. It's fucking hilarious. And you would say, because it's fucking hilarious. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it is. I w- okay, so I would say that's a fucking hilarious wanker. Because it is fucking that hilarious. That's a fucking hilarious yeah. wanker driving that car, is what I would say. Mm. So I would say, first of all, the game isn't really a game as much as it is a <laughs> ritual. Because <laughs> the answer is always yes. Yes. <laughs> Regardless wanker. of Custom the... Custom plates, you're yeah. a wanker. So, uh, I mean... Um, do, hey, does it mean you're a wanger? No. No. It means that me and Rachel <laughs> judging you without knowing you. But, hey. You're probably a wanker. But now, you've been on the Welcome to the Potty podcast, so. Mm. Not it doesn't worried. matter. Yeah, not worried about matter. it. Not worried about it. Oh, you drive off and I'll be like, what a wanker. But I'll be also be like, what a wanker with an R8 and I have a fucking Commodore. Nah. Now, you saw my uh, Elantra out nah, the front. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well. It's a work car, so let's all. I don't car snob. We don't do car snobbing. I would never. Well, I, I'll car snob right now. I would never buy a Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've just recently got a new job, though, so I, I finish in a few weeks, and I've just I've actually just bought my first new car. What are we running? Uh, the twenty eighteen Commodore. So it's the same as this the is new, the new shape. Yeah, it's like it fucking gets me every time, man. It's it, like that, like Audi you, kind you of fuck me, shape. Bro. You no, fuck well, not me. your Audi. Yours is very sporty, but you fuck me, bro, because I pride myself on undercover police awareness. Mm. That car's a game changer. Doesn't look like a Commodore. No, I can't. Fuck the whole thing. It's very speed European. Anymore. I don't well, speed anymore because you know that these Holdens are now made in Germany. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly where, but yeah. I know that they're completely fucking out of this world. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm actually kind of like, okay. You used to, for German engineering, you used to have to buy, you know, your uh, BMWs, Mercedes. What's Audi? Is that Germany? Germany. Yeah. So that's what you had to, that's what you had to buy. Mm. Now I've bought a Holden, German engineering. Very happy. Very happy with the shape. Very happy with the car. But I've only driven it once from the dealership to here because mm. my work car's free. So I might as well Why not? keep driving it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to know what it's like. I'd like to know, understand it on a small level. I really do pride myself on undercover police awareness. Mm. Hashtag SAPOL. If you're listening to this, I do apologize in advance. Mm. I'll speed pretty much all the time. Now, well, I've, res- got a couple of, I've got a couple speeding. of cop friends who are probably listening. So if you do see the, the, number plate the D Gen R8... <laughs> Just maybe let just let it slide. Let me, let me, let me just let me just clarify. It's, we, I call it responsible speeding. What that means? Is, no, no, no. Seriously, it's fifteen yeah. kilometers, no more over the speed limit. It gives you enough time. If you identify a camera or a police officer, you can bring it back down to the safe speed limit within a short period of time. If you're going more than fifteen kilometers, it will one look out of the ordinary, mm. and two, it can become unsafe. It's called safe speeding. Safe speeding. So for for the cop mates of Clay that are watching right now, please understand that this is educational. Yeah. And for everyone else except the cops, uh, we do not endorse safe speeding, speeding. No, here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. No, we don't understand. Um, we do not condone Now, did that. you say you've got you got to pick somebody up in 20 minutes? No, uh, she's going to be uh, probably 30 minutes. She's, because, of course, naturally, being a female, she's got to take her time and I won't rush that. Yeah, no, so we no. we got time, bro. And um, uh, I wouldn't say I pride myself on it, but sexism is, uh, I guess, a, re- a recurring theme here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. And... Uh, I'm forever apologetic for that, but I I understand. As long as you I understand, I understand the uh, the time it takes me. So you're heading straight to the casino from here. I'm going here. I'm going Glenelg 
Marina. I'm then collecting my uh, my date, if you like. Mm. I'm then taking her from there to the casino. We will park the car, valet. We will go and have dinner. Sean's Kitchen, into the casino. We'll gamble through a substantial amount of money. We might win. We'll most likely lose. Oh, yeah, keep going because I don't have to talk about that. We most then, likely lose. No. Most likely lose. And then, and, but have to be okay with that. Yep. Especially if you're on a date, you can't be phased by that. Just, you you got to... Shake it off. Pocket change. Shake it off. You got to change. Have to, you have to. Yeah. Exactly. Then we will go back to her place, mm-hmm. which is on the marina, and because I've been there the last, not the last couple of nights, but I said there a couple of times. Hopefully, be careful who sees this. Anyway, regardless. Yeah. Um. Uh. Stay there, and then probably wake up tomorrow Saturday. Not sure what I'll do this yet. Yeah. And what did you do today? You said you had a great day. Oh, I had it? a fucking great day today. Um. Today was good straight off the bat. I was well rested um, and I had good news. So business was good financially. Yeah. Everything was good. We had income coming in from clients that we thought were perhaps not going to pay. So that got me really started. I managed to sneak off for a very, very short gym session, but I didn't use it hugely productively. Where do you uh, gym? Jets or Zap Fitness yep. now. Zap Fitness Zap, yep. uh, is an ongoing battle, of course. Once you get into the routine, you're fine. But you know, this is a story of another time. Oh, I know. I identify with that. Yeah. So much. Oh man, I'll, I'll go, me and my friend Lavelle, he's actually coming over for a few beers later tonight. We go every morning, 5.30. Fuck, no, bro. I go at 5.30, he comes at 6. <clears throat> and um, we go every day, well, see how I said that, every day. Last week, we went zero days. Okay. This week, I've got I've got a fuck back, so okay. this week I went Wednesday, and then, then I was tired. There's obviously been a Wasn't... time we have gone every day, though. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we generally do, we generally do, um... But yeah, I understand completely. Anyway, after the gym? Uh, after the gym, uh, well, that was actually later in the afternoon. I met up with my father, uh, which was great. It I wasn't think. coffee, hopefully. No, no, it was coffee. My oh. father, I called the coffee. Oh, I okay. called the coffee. Called it. Yeah, okay. I got nothing, yeah. nothing about it. Uh, but I copied with my father. I came back. There was a dog in my house, which I'd never seen when up my driveway. And was Do you have a dog? No, I don't have a dog. was standing on the end of the driveway. And so my pilgrimage was then uh, taken there forth outside in the sunlight. And of course, it was a gorgeous day here in Adelaide. So I was sort of forced to be under the ultraviolet, which got my uh, vitamin D producing, which was great. You're looking brown, man. Thank you, man. You're looking, looking you, rich. You. you got that haircut a couple of days ago. <laughs> I did get that, <laughs> that haircut. Fuck, did I get that haircut yesterday? Yesterday. yesterday. How do you know? Oh, I was talking yesterday. Phone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the haircut yesterday. Um, it, and yeah, I, I really try to do my best to make sure I have a good day every day. Yeah. Um, I need to be in the right frame of mind. If I'm not, I've got strategies um, that I'll use to get myself in that frame of That's mind. That's great. Really important to me. Okay, strategies. So, um, meth for a full year. I don't. I don't mean to focus no, on that sure. so much. But did you? Did you? These have to are go where I discovered these strategies. Did you? Yeah. So you had to go to like NA or anything. Sorry, Narcotics Anonymous. No, 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 no not at all. Not no. at all. Okay, so coming back to the meth, you do start to see side effects, right? So your gums with meth, your gums will perhaps get a little bit more fragile. So I'll give that's you why people lose their teeth. That's why people lose yeah. their teeth. So there's certain things. You get your skin at the end of perhaps 24 hours of being awake. Not necessarily the drugs, but actually just being awake and mm. not resting. You can you look in the mirror and you know. Yeah. And you know it's time to go to sleep. And if you push past that, that's when you do the damage. But for me, I was kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to be fucking 40 and looking like absolute rubbish. So I was like, let's fucking tone it back. Let's not do it as much. So it kind of went from doing it two times a week. And when I say two times a week, it would be two times a week for like 24 to 48 hours. Right. And then we toned it back to maybe once. And what does that, what does that actually mean? Like how often are you hitting the pipe? Uh, during those sessions? Yeah. So you, you try and hold your buzz. You try and hold your buzz. So you would have um, a hit on the pipe. Uh, you'd be really excited to do it because, you know, you're about to, you know, 
you're not sure what's in front of you, hit it and then you probably hit it every, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes until it's all gone. Mm. Then either you get more or you go, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm not getting it. I'm not feeling it tonight. The problem with that is like, you can really like, even when, if you consciously think I'm done, mm. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not able to get into that gear where it's going to be a productive session. You're not going to sleep for like 24 hours. Right. That's the it, problem. Do you have a come down like you do off coke? Uh, yeah, there's always a come down. Yeah. The come downs. But you know what? You learn to not necessarily enjoy the come downs, but the come downs have got their own thought processes okay. as well. But if you use them as a tool, they can be beneficial mm. if you like. So for me, the come down was never an issue. It was just part of the process. Yeah. Now I don't want to. I don't want to focus on meth, and I don't. Sure. Make, I and don't we don't make, condone it either. Yeah. I never, no. We never condone meth. <laughs> no. Meth. And yeah. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to make you look like a junkie or anything mm. like that either. So I don't. I, I hope don't wanna, I haven't. I no. Haven't no. 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 You haven't, and you've had a very unique outlook, and and you're a very positive guy, mm. which is why this conversation has gone so fucking well. Um. Yeah. Very positive. You've got a very positive outlook on something that you've moved away from. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, it's, it's just interesting to me probably because, I mean, if you said you did Coke every day for a year, I wouldn't have focused on it cause I've done Coke. I haven't mm. done meth. So I was very, mm. um, sort of sign on, let me get something yeah. on the record right now. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, sorry, I'll just jump this in here. Yeah. Anybody that watches my streams will make the assumption. Okay. Let's not say that cause that's probably not true. A large portion of people that watch my streams will assume that I'm under the influence of drugs. Like I, people think that I am lit on cocaine when I've just had a good day. Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily come in and say, I'm not fucking taking cocaine because I just roll with it because people can yeah. think what they want to think. <laughs> and if you if you say that, yeah. sorry, but you've done cocaine. The truth <laughs> is, I actually hate cocaine because hashtag need to shit my pants within 30 seconds. Like, that's what it's like. I don't fuck... I don't like to fuck with cocaine. There's other stuff that I It depends. I guess it depends where you get it and what, what it's been cut with. But quite often, guys, if you uh, don't know a lot about cocaine... Um, have a laxative effect. It, it, well, laxative effect because it's been cut with laxatives. Mm. People will put laxatives in it to uh, make their portion size larger. Usually, you know, people use baking soda. They'll use laxatives. People cut it with fucking unleaded petrol if they have to. Shit! Um, the hell are you getting your shit from? So, so, so quite often you will need to shit uh, because not only does it have a laxative effect, but it's got laxatives in it. Yes. Mm. Fair play. Yeah, but um, I before this is this is such a weird segue because you said this about forty five minutes yeah. ago. Um, <laughs> but, okay, yeah, talking about casinos inviting you. Yeah. To them and the, your sort of moral hijinks and whether or not it's the right thing to yeah. do. Now, it's it was it was strange to me that you said that. Yeah. Because streaming your gambling is still sharing it and kind of glorifying sure. it. Um, and also, if people are going to gamble, mm. bro, you're not tell- you're not saying, hey guys, I just won X amount of money, you should too. Mm. You're just... Never you're say, just- I'll never say that. I know exactly. I'll never say that, yeah. So you're just like, guys, watch me win or watch me lose. Def- and so if you go to a casino <laughs> and say, hey guys, you want to come in and shake my hand tonight, you're not saying... Spend your fucking paycheck. That is on them. The other thing to take into account as well is we get like lots of reports from back back from people and mm. back from my my team and I get back directly to me. A lot of people will say really happy that you do this because I feel like I don't have to go to the casino, which is great and that makes me feel fucking fantastic. Well, I, that is really good. It's no, really good. I hadn't thought about that. No, it's good because you know there's a fix that then the way especially the way that we broadcast it is very interactive. The sound, there's all of this. 
there's emotion that can be felt through me, perhaps through then the computer or through Absolutely. the phone. And you're very, um, you're very charismatic. Thank you. Um, and that was a reason. Like one of the boys told me, like, oh, check out Dave O's slots. He yeah. didn't say get him on the potty. Yeah. He just said check out Dave O's slots. Works been pretty quiet lately, so I checked out Dave O's slots while I was at work, <laughs> and I was like, potty. Yeah. Like this guy can talk. This guy's and when you said that you were in sales. Not fucking surprised at, yeah. at all. But um, yeah, very, uh, that is something that I had not considered at all. People saying well, like, I'm glad that you yeah. do this because then I, get I that, have to. I get that more than I get. I mean, I suppose it takes a little bit more. Uh, it would take a little bit more in someone to say, hey, mate, I've been watching your streams and it's actually encouraged me to gamble. I've never, I actually haven't heard that. One could perhaps make the assumption that perhaps when they see someone winning lives, it would encourage them to do that same thing to try and replicate it. But I don't believe that that person would then have the nerve to come and say it. But the people do have the nerve to say, hey, listen, what you're doing is really, really great. It's giving me my fix vicariously through you. And for that, we are thankful or I'm thankful. So we get that a lot. But I would, one would be foolish to assume that it doesn't have an effect on both sides. The yin-yang, the sun, the moon. But I would say... Um, forgive me if I'm wrong. Mostly male audience. Uh, seventy-five percent male audience. Remainder is female okay. audience. Well, I mean, you've got you've got quite a large following. So I was I was probably about to be very sexist just then, but Not women can be a bit more emotional, and guys can be a bit more self-blaming. I would say so. Like, if sure. if I went on and watched it, and I was like, "Fuck, he just won that much." I'm going on. Um, pokies.com and I'm going to sure. spend 15 grand tonight bang gone mm. I probably would be like Clay you're an idiot instead of Dave you're yeah. why did you do this to sure. me um, but 25% for from a following like yours is pretty <clears throat> big still yeah. so um, I apologise for everything and then I suppose no um, I, I, what you say yeah. I probably tend to agree with you mm. on um, but yeah I'm conscious about Try and get it some plugs out about responsible gambling, and I try and give a like, fucking do, do you YouTube. Give the, the helpline and stuff as well. No, I, won't, yeah. I never give the helpline because I've called the helpline myself. They don't fuck off. There's no, oh, okay. there's no point calling a helpline. You need to want to stop gambling yourself if it's a problem. Try to stop gambling. Helpline won't fucking help you. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. The problem with my fucking YouTube channel, which does equally as well as my other social media, is, is people when I upload videos don't seem to understand that I'm only uploading highlights and they're like you're painting an unrealistic idea of gambling but they don't realize that I stream two or three times a week but I upload to YouTube once a month or two times a month and they're like you're giving oh, it oh really unre- okay yeah that's you're yeah. giving it unrealistic but I'm like I'm streaming two or three days a week and I lose 65% of the time the mm. remaining 35% of the time I do win yes and I then post that content and then these people are like you can't you can't just post all these videos like but you go live though don't you as well yeah, not on YouTube. All YouTube oh, uploads YouTube, yeah. are highlights. Highlights. But Facebook. I got a fantastic editor in United Kingdom. Big shout out, fucking EOBJS. Okay. He's fantastic editing. He understands my. He understands me. I've never had to send back a video that he's made and edited and said do it again because he just understands it and he's fantastic. Legend. He have, you, own... have you met him? Face no, I've never met him. No. Never met him. All online. He approached me and said, "I'd love to edit your videos." Oh, champion. And and how often do you go live? I go live probably two to five times a week. Okay, just depending. Just, just hey, depending. Anytime I gamble, anytime I gamble online, yes. And then I'm at the casino. Obviously, uh, you're allowed to, yeah. No, well, I can't. I've arranged a deal. Because they obviously, you know, it's good publicity for them. Oh. And I want to fucking film it because no one else has seen this footage. So. Right. 
Yeah, no, that's very uh, impressive. Mm. Um, okay, so um, shit, I don't really have uh, I don't really have a lot more much more to ask you. We went into so much shit that I was not even expecting yeah. to get into though. Um, I know you've got your date tonight. Sean's Kitchen too. What time's your reservation? Well, funnily enough, nine o'clock, which is dangerous because it gives us an hour leeway prior to which gambling can be done. But I've got a, uh, I've got a slab in my, where's my, my thing? I didn't bring it there. I've got a slab of cash and we're looking to make some money tonight. You know what? I know it's funnily, it's funny because I've got like the mindset right now. I'm you going know, to the casino. Hold on, hold on. Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> so you said I've got a slab and then you start looking around like... <laughs> It, it was, was going to be in here. Yeah. And then I thought, beers. Because that's, that's who I am. <laughs> and then you said you had a slab of cash. Bro, no, I'm, I'm about to follow you out of here. I'm about to follow you out of yeah, here and rob you, bro. What? No, I've got a... Uh, I usually carry around like a bag with me. And then when I'm in the casino, I can keep it on me at all times for security purposes. Mm, it's a satchel, not a man It's a satchel. Purse. It's a fucking satchel. It's Louis Vuitton. I keep it fucking in the satchel. Keep it on the front. When I'm in the casino, on the back. When I'm not. It's like easy access. But, you know, I, I thought, oh, shit, where's my bag? If you like, I would have brought it in with me. But it is in my car. You got that look in your eye like, now you might want well, to no, roll Well, me. no, now, now I'm worried because you parked... Uh, in the casino. I just hope you don't get towed. No. I hope I don't get fucking towed either. Imagine that. And of nature of the car, someone will be like, fucking tow this, tow this guy. Yeah, well, there's just not generally cars parked there outside of like their care hours. I know, true. Yeah. We, we've recently... I've never seen a tow truck there either. But. Yeah. We've recently started traveling uh, when we go to different places with our team. We start traveling with security because... the I bet. You, well, I you, it's bet. really fucking weird, man. Like, really, really weird. We're very early in the piece, as I like to say. Mm. But... The the first of all, everyone's really respectful. They yeah. always are. But, you know, I'm certainly not used to going out for a night out on Friday or Saturday and having to take photos and having to sit there and meet all these people. It's very, very unusual. And all you it's need, really fucking weird. All man. you need is to run into one fuck up. Man. I've received messages mm. from very few people. Everyone's super supportive, but I've received a few messages from people that... You know, for whatever reason, they don't like it, which is fair. I don't expect any, everyone to like me. But this guy, this one guy in New Zealand, was like, I will literally beat you over, bend you over a poke machine, beat your head. And now I've looked through this guy. I'm not overly horrified. But we travel with security and we, we travel with a security team, which mm. in some regards makes you feel really fucking gangster. But at the same time is like, what the fuck is going on? Like you're just sitting there and you're like, you rub your face and you're like, am I gambling Am I a gambler? Am I becoming a gambling celebrity? Am I becoming a celebrity of the gamble? And mm. you just like rub your face and you go, my God. It is what it is. And hey, it is what it is. God will do what God does. <laughs> thank you, thank you mum. Oh, man. Hey. It's a good way to fucking finish. Right? Yeah. That's, that's I think, good. hey, plug your all your socials and all of that. Mm. We'll, we'll add it to the uh, episode description as well. Sure. Uh, first of all, I would encourage anybody that is um, not necessarily interested in gambling, but isn't the opposite. So isn't anti-gambling, wants to come over and have a good time, but perhaps some entertainment during the weeks, jump over to the Facebook page, Lords of Blackjack, which is the page in which I stream on my name, is The Captain Devil, which is also her Facebook page in its own right. And my Instagram is also The Captain Devil. Uh, come and join the community. Test it out. See if you like it. Be around it. 
And uh, the pleasure this evening has been not yours, but mine. Oh, well, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for coming, yeah, man. I had welcome. a fucking ball and um, we will... I, I, think we'll, I think we'll end up having you back on. So. I would love to come back on. Great. I thanks only live around the corner. Thank yeah. you. Cheers. Now, yo, we went off on some tangents just there, but I, uh, yo, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that, um, you know, that interview, if you want to call it an interview, that was a conversation, bro. That was a conversation. Um, good vibes, good vibes here at the, uh, at Welcome to the Potty Studios. Um, that was, yo, very, very interesting. Uh, to to just just to talk about all the you know talking about drugs and and psychedelics and uh, catalysts and um oh what's that that's uh that's a little beer here young blood okay friend of mine has uh I got some corn chips in my teeth friend of mine has uh released his own beer young blood that is a sick fucking can if you're watching the youtube episode get around them young blood um man it is it is a i love the taste of it it's a it's a craft lager lager very rare to see craft lagers and also it's got a black fucking can and not only is the can black but the top's black which is i think the best part about it because usually the top would be silver even if the can was black. You understand? You see Coke Zero cans, black can, silver top. It's for poor people. This shit's for rich people. Okay? Young blood. Um, make sure you cop yourself some young blood. Um, now, yeah, it tastes similar to Melbourne Bitter. Um, I'm a fan for sure. Mmm, 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 mmm. I think it tastes, I actually think the longer I've had it, like, I think I got it, you know, a few days ago, four or five days ago, uh, and it tasted nice when I first had it, but I think the longer it's been sitting there, the nicer it's been getting. I don't know. I don't know. But all I do know is that conversation with Captain Davo was lit, and I hope to have him back on the show again. I hope that I can come on, on his stream, press some fucking buttons and, you know, Lose or win a few thousand dollars for him. I don't know. I don't know whether I'll be allowed to touch any buttons. What I do know is that I've got I've got premium banter. You know, see, I opened this can that was full of beer. Before I came in here, I opened a fucking can of premium banter on you hoes. All right, I didn't open a can of whoop ass. You know, like. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Speaking of wrestling, by the way, I'm going to see that movie tomorrow night, Wrestling With My Family or Fighting With My Family. I don't know. It's got The Rock in it. And um, I'm seeing that tomorrow night. What's your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. Shout out to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, Yeah, man. I had a fucking ball with Captain Davo and I hope to get him back on here again. Hey, I actually hope to... Sing a few beers with him off air at some stage. That's that's how my, my fucking charismatic this dude is. I want to be his fucking friend, bro. 
I'm getting texts. Mm. Now, um, you guys did send in some poor posture. So, Triple M, if you wouldn't mind taking us to poor posture of the week, and then what we can do is uh, we can kick it off. Poor posture of the week. Uh, okay. As per usual, bro, we've got more stuff happening with animals. Man arrested for for trying to have sex with his cat. Um, Michael Navage, Navage or Navage, rhymes with Savage. Um, 40 years old, was arrested after police were called to his flat in Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, following sounds of an animal in distress. Um, and this, this motherfucker was trying to give it to his cat, bro. Uh, and I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know what to say about this. We, we, we see this time and time again. You guys keep sending in dudes fucking their cats. And yeah, his posture is weak. He, he looks like a number six. Okay. He's got that Mr. Burns looking spine. He looks like the letter S. Okay. S spells scoliosis, motherfucker. And you need to see a chiropractor. You cannot fuck cats, bro. He takes selfies too. Yeah, and x-rays x-rays showed that this was likely not the first time that this dude had fucked his cat, bro. <sighs> Tearing around the surface of the anus as well as superficial wounds, small cuts around the anus area. Uh, previously suffered rib and pelvic injuries which had healed. Now, y- you're not okay, bro. He's... His hairline's all fucked up and he's trying to comb his hair forward and it's like, hey, just let your hair go, bro. Shave that shit. Embrace embrace the cue ball, motherfucker. Alright? Your bald head is the least of your worries, dude. You're fucking cats. Um, what else we got? What else you guys sent in? Uh man killed his wife. Tossed her in the pool and got Applebee's takeout for two to create an alibi. His plea deal was for 15 years. Uh, you didn't you didn't think this through, bro. You didn't think this shit through, bro. Um, you should what you to get away with this crime. Uh, if you want to use a, uh, Applebee's as an alibi, you got to you got a weekend at Bernie's that bitch. Okay, so you got to strap her up to some strings or some shit, turn her into a puppet, and bring her to Applebee's. The next day. Okay? Don't put her in the pool yet. Don't get her wet. Go to Applebee's. Okay? While while she's all weekend at Bernie the fuck up. Eat with her. Okay? And then have this conversation like, Oh honey, you're not hungry? That's all good. I'll eat yours. Bang. Eat that second plate. Go home. Then chuck her in the pool, bro. You understand? Weekend at Bernie's, man. It's foolproof. Something wrong with you though. Yeah, um, you look like a question mark, motherfucker. It's 15 years? Shit. Throw the book at this dude. Put him under the jail. Have him sitting next to R. Kelly singing all that bump and grind shit and see see how those motherfuckers like that. Uh, what else we got? What else we got here? No, that's just really sad. College professor confesses to students that he watched child porn. Lock him up. Put him away. Sit him in, sit him in there next to this uh, guy that murdered his wife next to this dude that fucks cats. 
Uh, next to R. Kelly, you watch child porn, bro? Shame on you, bro. Um, you know what? Now the cat fucker gets to fuck you, bro. You understand? You got to bend over. You're already slightly bent already because your posture's so fucked up, but you got to bend all the way over and let the cat fucker fuck you, bro, with his fucked up wig piece, okay? Um, if you're going to confess that shit, don't confess it to your college students, bro. College students are righteous as fuck these days. They're snitching early and they're probably already fucking Instagramming it live, bro. Fucking stupid, bro. Oh, yeah, this girl, um, I think she's like a porno girl. I did see this. Um, yeah, let's click on it. This uh, girl, I guess she... Thanks for the link, whoever sent that in. Um, oh, a lady. A lady sent that in. Tiffany, thank you. Um, a sex worker has shocked social media users after... So she's a sex worker. So she, you know, she, does, she probably doesn't have the cleanest mouth to begin with, but let's continue. A sex worker has shocked social media users after uploading a sickening uh, toilet licking selfie video. Sickening toilet licking selfie video. The gender fluid passenger who identifies as neither man nor woman, uh, looks like a female from here, posted the footage on Twitter under the handle Grimiest. Grimiest can be seen bending over the airplane toilet and licking the seat. The 12 year old, the 12 year old, 12 year old, no, 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 no. The 12 second video has gathered over 6.25 million views and 9,500 comments. Okay. Don't give far. Um, this was the first that made my tongue go numb. Now, now let me tell you this. If you're going to lick a fucking toilet seat, don't lick an airplane toilet seat. Okay. You got turbulence and all types of shit. People getting, um, you know, air sickness and throwing up in there is turbulence is bumpy. People pissing on seats. Let me tell you this. I've pissed on a toilet seat plenty of times. Did I wipe it up afterwards? Yes, I did because I'm not a savage like that. I'm a clean motherfucker, bro. Did I wash my hands for the next 45 minutes? Of course I did. Okay. Don't lick an airplane toilet seat. Don't lick a normal toilet seat. Okay. But don't specifically lick an airplane toilet seat. She says this is the first of many toilets, okay? No, I've licked a lot of toilets in my in my day, but this was the first that made my tongue go numb, okay? Well, I see your face. So if I ever do get, do require, if I ever get to such a desperate point in my life that I need a sex worker, I know what you look like. I'm not letting your toilet mouth touch me, bro, okay? Thousands of web users react. Of course they did. It's the internet. Um... Oh, yuck. I just saw a screenshot of it. She looks foul, she or he. Uh, I mean, neither. They. They look foul. Oh, my God. Oh, she reckons she cleansed it before she licked it. Shush. Don't tell. It ruins the movie magic. Um... Yeah, no, I, I mean, your posture's clearly fucked up. Um, fucked up. Don't lick toilet seats. I, I, you couldn't, I mean, I mean, you could pay me some number, but it'd have to be a lot to lick a fucking toilet seat, especially one on a plane. Jesus. Um, oh, so you guys are sending in some of the same shit as uh, we talked about the other episode, but thanks. Keep sending it in. You obviously don't listen to the show enough. You're sending in the same shit. Um, 
Now, this is fucked up. This subway dude um, kicked an elderly woman in the face and shit. Um, this dude, I think he, I don't know if he's been caught yet. I think he has actually been apprehended. Um, elderly, an elderly woman was repeatedly kicked in the face and body during a savage Bronx subway attack caught on video. The video, which was posted to Twitter, shows the man assaulting the 78-year-old victim as she's sitting on a northbound number two train around 3 a.m. on March 10th. The woman was alone. She tried to defend herself. He continued to attack. Um, then you got all these other fucks just filming it. Like, yo, if I see that shit, son, I'll, I'll go attack that motherfucker. Yo. Yeah, maybe I'll be scared of getting the shit kicked out of me, but I can handle it better than a 78-year-old woman, you understand? I'll take that beating for her. You guys are going to stand around filming that shit? Fuck that. This guy's posture is fucked up, but everybody that filmed this shit and said, hey, stop it. He stopped that. Your posture's fucked up too. You a bitch for that. You got to put a motherfucker like this down, man. Fuck that. Fuck that. I hate that, bro. But that's where I'm going to leave it today, though. I understand that this was a uh, a long episode, but surely you 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 enjoy that shit with uh, Captain Davo, man. He's a he's a great dude. Um, like I said, I hope I hope that I hang out with him again sometime in the not so distant future, man. Um, check the episode description for links to uh, all of his pages, um, all his streams, all that shit, and. Um, if you're uh, if you're a Captain Davo fan and listening to this to the fir- for the first time, make sure you share this shit with a friend, man, and subscribe to my video. Subscribe, I mean, subscribe to my podcast. Um, rate five stars. Uh, put in a quick review. I don't care what you say in the review. Just make it. You, you, I'm not expecting you to write too much shit. Just write this is great or some shit. But make sure it's a five star review. We're trying to get. We're trying to monetize this bitch. You know what I mean? So keep fucking uh. Telling friends to tell friends. Keep subscribing. Keep rating and reviewing. Um, and uh, as always, man, this is Welcome to the Party. You know where to find us. Welcome to the Party on everything. Keep sending in the listen to this fuck shit. Poor posture of the week. All that good shit. I love you guys. Uh, as always, man, bang bang. Welcome to